Hey church, welcome to Sunday Night Local. It is so good to have you here. Uh, today we're going to be continuing on our topic of building the house. Uh, and uh, the moment that I saw uh, the selection of subjects that I could choose from, um, I saw this one and straight away ignited a sort of a, a passion. Uh, and it's been such an exciting journey that God has been taking me on as I've been preparing this, uh, sort of delving into sort of different bits of the word uh, and, and even images that God's given me just specifically for this message. Uh, so as we go through, I just pray and hope that it'll speak into your life uh, and that you'll get this excitement and passion too. So just before I, I, just before you find out what the topic is, let's just commit this time to the Lord. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are a great and almighty God. I thank you that you have uh, worked in me and you've shown me what you've wanted to sort of speak through me. So I pray that I can deliver this and I pray that you've softened the hearts of those listening uh, and that you're able to speak directly into people's circumstances and situations. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that for this, we, we've got this technology, that in this time of lockdown still, uh, while we might be miles apart, that you're able to use this technology to speak and bring us together and bring us together as one kingdom uh, and one church. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'll be glorified and you'll be honoured during this time. So we lift you up now as we go forward in Jesus name. Amen. Okay, so this subject is on the importance of unity. Now, if I was to ask you, is unity important? I don't think there'd be many people who would say, no, unity is not that important. We automatically think that together is stronger and we would be, be correct. But there's so many questions to kind of unpack when you sort of go into unity deeply. The questions of, well, what, what is it to be truly united? Uh, what, what, where is your focus? What do you do? How do you play unity out, shall we say? So uh, we're going to be picking up from what we've been speaking on in Nehemiah, really. Uh, and in, in Nehemiah's journey, God had directed Nehemiah's heart uh, to, to go to the, to back to Jerusalem and he united the, the people to, to rebuild and build the walls to protect the city of Jerusalem. Um, and in Nehemiah 6, 15, it says, the wall was completed in 52 days, which is amazing in itself, uh, on the 25th day of the month of Elul, when all our enemies heard this. All the surrounding nations were intimidated and lost their confidence, for they realised that this task had been accomplished by our God. How amazing is that, that just in 52 days, a united people were able to build a wall um, and a, a one single uh, wall as well with, with the, the gates and everything and everything all worked and came together correctly as it should, uh, all in 52 days. And because of that, it frightened their enemy. That united front together for a common purpose made the enemy shudder. And, and go away. So you can kind of sense where we're going with this. And I know that in your hearts, you would love to see the enemy shudder because of a united front. 
But imagine, uh, imagine if it wasn't united. If it wasn't a united front, you would have bits of wall where some parts of the wall wouldn't be built because some people couldn't be bothered. Uh, there'd be different sized walls perhaps and the different parts of the walls couldn't go together. Doors might not shut uh, because the, the building wasn't built correctly and, and again, united and together. Uh, and what would have happened had that been the case? If that had been the case, what would their enemy have then said? They would have looked and seen, well, we can go around this wall. We can break this wall down because this structure isn't as one uh, and we can defeat uh, these people. Just imagine if that had been the case, the enemy would have triumphed and, and that would not have been a good outcome had they have not done this as a united front. So our title uh, slide that you would have seen at the start of this video is of a wall and it's called building the house. Uh, this, this representation of the wall is as if we were each a brick or we were building a part. Um, and the problem is, is if those bricks don't fit together or people miss out uh, and don't put bricks in, that wall becomes weaker building their house. Just if you had one wall, one wall does not mean that you have a house. A house, you need walls all around and a roof to, to cause, to create the house. So in building the house, we have to have some kind of structure and unity uh, in order to create what we, we, we need to have as an end product. I was uh, given this image of lots of candles uh, so, so work with me on, on this one. Lots of individual candles um, around and uh, those of you who are of um, lesser years, uh, it's quite easy when it comes to your birthday to blow these candles out. Uh, even a, a one-year-old, a bit of slobber, but a one-year-old can blow out one candle. Uh, but those latter on in years, if, if you can be bothered to light so many candles on a cake, it's quite difficult to blow those candles out in one, one breath. Thinking about all the candles separately, they, they do burn bright, but they can easily be blown out. An amazing thing actually happens when you bring the same amount of candles together closer. They actually burn brighter and hotter. And the reason is, is as you bring the candles closer together, that combining heat draws in more air, causes the candles to burn hotter, or the candles burn hotter and they burn brighter and stronger just by bringing them together. Uh, and when I was given this kind of image, I thought, how amazing is that? Uh, especially just in this time of lockdown, we can be individual candles sort of uh, a light. And let's, let's be honest, there's probably been, been times within these last 11, 12 months and going into 12 months of, of this COVID situation, uh, where there's been times where you felt your flame begin to be blow, blown out. Now, what has caused it not to blow out? Is it been because there has been other candles around you? And I, I hope that's the case. Um, but where would you like to be? It, I would like to be in the, the, the center with all these candles around burning bright. And the brighter that we are, the more effect that we have in the surrounding areas. Uh, and I was, I was truly blessed when I, I kind of I had that and, and I found out that they do burn brighter uh, when they come together. 
it um, made me also think of back into Genesis, back into uh, where they were building the Tower of Babel. Um, and God said something uh, here in Genesis, let's just flip to it, uh, in Genesis 11, uh, in uh, verse 6, it says, The Lord said, if they have begun to do this as one people, all having the same language, then nothing they plan will be impossible for them. Uh, just allow that to sink in. So the backstory of this, as, as many of you will know, is um, man wanted to build something to show how great man was. They didn't really have anything. They, they wanted to just show that they were actually gods. And we know through looking at the Bible how badly that goes every single time. But it's so important that God says, as, when they operate as one, nothing will be impossible. And the only reason that it, it, it doesn't go ahead is because God comes in and says, this, this is just a selfish desire. This is not of me. Bring God into the situation. If you have the purpose for God and we come united with that purpose for God, we will be unstoppable. How amazing is that? Um, it's quite timely when you think about uh, all the, the messages that Pastor Andy's been preaching Sunday mornings uh, and uh, some of the soul winner stuff. Uh, we're, we're, we're in that time where we are having to think about becoming united again. There will be a time, there will definitely be a time where we will be getting back together again. And we want to get back together in strength and in unity, ready to march on, ready to sort of run the race uh, ahead, rather than coming together and being, being spread, pointing, going off in all directions and being disunited. So we want to come back with one heart. Uh, so one of the questions, <clears throat> oh yeah, and when you think, go, going back, just, just reminded me, uh, Pastor Andy has sort of said, when you think about it, there are like two billion Christians out there and most of them are just sat down doing nothing. Imagine two billion candles coming together, how much that will change the world. We are living in a time where the world is full of hopelessness, despair, poverty, uh, darkness, their evil desires going on, selfishness. Uh, the list is almost endless. It is becoming a dark, dark world out there. And it needs a candle to shine brightly and glow and light up this world and show those people who have no hope hope show those people with despair that there is a there is a freedom from despair that there that fear can go that hope will be hope is the answer and God is the answer to to all things um, but the scripture that springs to mind uh, which is such and a very important one to okay what does unity look like or how do we start to be uh, to unify uh, and that is in Matthew 6:33, and it says, "Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be given to you." 
So it doesn't start off with anything else. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will fall into place. I was uh, thinking, I was talking to uh, Natasha, who's my wife, if you didn't know, but most of you will. Um, speaking to Natasha, and we, we were discussing about marriage. Uh, and God says that in marriage, the purpose of marriage is that two become one flesh. Uh, and even though two become one flesh, flesh is, is sinful by nature. Um, it was flesh which got us in, into, which brought sin into the world. And as much as we would try, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, and I hope you'd be honest too, those of you that are married with husbands or wives, that not all the time are we united. And sometimes that can be over silly things, sort of like, I don't know, putting the top back on toothpaste or something silly like that. But um, we're meant to be one flesh, but we're not always united. However, God also says about the, the cords, the strands, and he says that he is the third cord uh, in, in the relationship. And it's that third cord which causes unity. And going back into to Matthew, where it says about seek first the kingdom. In marriages, as long as you have God at the center and you're seeking God's purpose first, then the rest of it falls into line. You realize that so, the arguments and, and, and the, the different ideas and thoughts, it, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't, it, it's not the primary focus. The primary focus is God. I, it reminds me of a, another scripture uh, back in Psalms. Uh, and let me just find it. Um, Psalms 133.1. It says, How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. There's another one, and it's in Colossians 3.14. Uh, and it says, and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity so it is it is god's word there saying about about love he's guiding guiding you sort of love love one another love one another so when you're in a relationship uh, when you when you're married and you do have little arguments which come up from time to time um, love conquers uh, and because you are focusing on God and because God's word says put on love then you can get through all kinds of obstacles in perfect unity with God being that third chord in your relationship so go, going going back now um, just now looking things at uh, a, a wider sense uh, I, I'd, I'd woken up and God gave me this uh, image and it was against a black backdrop. You could say almost like space and God is this glowing almost sun in the center. Um, and you've got all these like little stars or individuals and these individuals are going off in all kinds of different directions and some are in little groups. They go off in one way. Uh, but what's happening is sort of meteors let's call them uh, external influences are coming in and they're knocking 
these people, uh, these individuals, and they're changing course and they're going off, and it's a random chaos mess. Uh, and, and God said, this is disunity. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then this next image came to me. And all these individuals had now turned their focus towards God. And God, so, God says in his word, sort of, draw, me to, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And these individual uh, dots had focused in on God and were drawing in. And as they were drawing in, they were getting closer together and tighter in. Uh, until at one point you have God in the middle and you are surrounded almost by a solid line of these individual dots and they are all focusing in and they are all tightly unified together in a cohesive um, mass around God. And the beauty of this little image was as external influences are coming in, they are bouncing off and being sort of shot off all over because you've got the tightness and the coordination and the unity of us being together and focusing in on God. And I thought, wow, thank you God for just this, a little, little image to show how powerful that we can be against the enemy by just being united. Uh, take a take a, a think think about the church in, in the past think about the church sometimes now um, when the church hasn't been united it's like that wall if the walls around Jerusalem were all higgledy biggledy were all half built some places or were made out of different things and they were they, they weren't connected properly the doors didn't hang correctly uh, and the enemy's laughing because the enemy knows that it can break through that. And when it breaks through it, it'll take and capture people. And that really hurts to think that something as simple as being united as one body, as Christ has called us to, the, the church is, is Christ's bride. He calls it that body. If we're missing parts of that body, that body cannot carry on in the normal sense to do everything. And the enemy is laughing, going, I can take you down. But hallelujah, thank you, Lord, that when we are united, when we are one body, just like that wall when it was fully fully done in 52 days, a whole wall around a city in 52 days, that's amazing in itself. That unity causes the enemy to flee. It causes the enemy to tremble. Uh, and if you consider consider this, the, the, the time and the, the situation that, that they were in, that would have caused people to think, maybe that is the one true God. Maybe I need to seek him because he can clearly do great and miraculous things. So just, just by being united, you have strength, but you have a great witness. All by being, being united, all by 
and and I call this kind of like uh, being truly united, sort of true unity with having God at the centre, focusing in on God. There were so many scriptures which came up and I'm sure I'm going to forget some, but let's let's just, just try a few. Um, yeah, in Ephesians 4.30, it says, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And, and that's, that's going on a, a little bit like I was saying about marriage, but it goes on to other relationships as well. Sort of, don't, don't break up and cause uh, and lose peace over little arguments and things. Remember the, the one aim of God. Remember the love of God. We will all have different ideas and different ways of going, going about things. But as long as our objective is God, as long as you've got God's word in your life, you're, and that you've got a personal relationship with God and God speaking into your life, that you are praying, that you've turned in, from sin, you, you've repented of your, your, your sin, you're listening to God, he will be directing you, he'll be directing someone else, but you will all be aiming towards that center point, God, and working in unity. And the rest doesn't really matter. The Bible says that we are called to go spread the gospel throughout the world. That is a calling for every single one of us. How that takes on, uh, uh, takes on its part will be different for different people. Some will be sort of local p communities. Some will be far communities. Some will be, be through uh, helping um, those in, in need, different needs. So we'll all have different actions, but that one purpose is united because it is God's word asking us to do that. Um, yeah, so I, I just to tie that, tie that in, Jesus said, so in John uh, 17, 23, it says, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. So complete unity, that true unity. So we can pretend to be united. You, uh, I don't want to get political you could say united kingdom and then you look at how the united kingdom isn't fully united and that's causing a headache and i don't want to go any any further than that but there is a form of unity in the world and we can come together and it never sort of fully ends up right but we are talking about complete unity perfect unity god's unity I recently heard a preacher deliver this amazing word. He'd had a, uh, it was a time of prayer, and in that time of prayer, he was, he was really crying out to God. He was, he was sort of on his knees weeping. He was saying, Lord, this, this world, is, it is so disunited. There's so much evil in this world. People have got different ideas of things. They're heading off into all kinds of ways, and they don't know you. Um, Lord, why? Why, why didn't you just reset this world uh, as soon as sin came into it? Why did we have to go through all of this? And the amazing thing was that God answered him in that time of prayer. And God said, 
that time that even when sin first entered the world, I knew you and I loved you in the time that you are now in. I thought, how amazing is that? To think that even when this world started going haywire, way back, way, 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 way back, God had already planned you, had already known about you, and, and was already loving you back then. And he didn't want to lose you. He didn't want to lose that relationship with you. Uh, and it, it really, really feels like we are in a time where we can make such a difference in people's lives for them to realize how much they are, they are actually loved by God and for us to love on them and be united in bringing God's word into this, this world around us. That we can change this community, this nation, this world by shining bright as one candle, as coming together and just glowing God's just, just radiant light into the darkness of the world. Um, I I'm, I'm, was reminded of Hebrews 10, 24, and it says, let us watch uh, out for one another to provoke, to encourage uh, love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other uh, um, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Look, church, we are in the end days. Uh, you've only got to read just a few bits of the Bible to realise that um, prophecies have come true uh, and we are living in the final days. And there are multitudes on that wide path going to hell. Uh, and we want to stop that. We, we want to show the love of God here and now to others. We want to bring the word of God into people's lives and change their eternity. Uh, and the only way that we can do that is united as one front. Um, and whilst it says here sort of not, uh, not neglecting to gather together, we, we struggle to, to, to gather together physically just at this time. It, it's not 100% safe to do so, but we can. That doesn't stop us from using the, the internet to, for making our phone call, um, for, for praying for each other, for praying for, for those that don't know God yet. Uh, there's nothing stopping us doing that and being united on that front. And soon we will be together. I promise you, we will be together physically and we are going to be praising God and worshipping him. Worship team, just, I know you're going to be ready. Um, we're going to come together and it's going to be a great, great time. Uh, and we're going to come back united and strong. That's what I really want. That's what I'm really hoping and praying for, church. That we come back, that we're actually bringing people with us. Um, that weren't with us in the beginning because they've seen how they've seen the walls that we can create united uh, and they've seen the God that we serve the God that created each one of us the God that created the heavens and the earth the God that just 
oh, is the God that makes me fall to my knees and weep with joy because he's flooded me with a, 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 his Holy Spirit. And there's just no words to express the feelings and the power of our Lord God Almighty. So church, just as we kind of just wrap this evening up, there, there is so, so much that I've got on my heart. Uh, so many verses which are springing to mind just now as we're, we're, we're talking. But I just want to start to close and I want to, to just encourage each one of you to keep loving one another, to keep seeking the Lord, to keep reading his word, keep praying to him just just chat chat to him in in day-to-day life because he loves you and he wants to hear from you and the more that we do that the more that we connect to him the more we'll understand his purpose the more we understand his purpose for his life as we draw near to him he will draw near to us and we will come together united Uh, so uh, today if 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 you just if you if you're just watching this and you're thinking there's just a madman on on the end of the screen and he's talking about all these crazy things i am crazy yes i i am crazy about my god i am absolutely crazy about my god uh, because i know that he will get me through anything and i know how much he loves me and i know how much he loves you as well so if that's the case yes i'm completely crazy um but but now as we end i want to pray over you i want to pray over our church i want each one of us to be flooded overflowing with the holy spirit because as we do we are going to see miracles we are going to see radical things happening and we are going to change this community we are going to change this nation and we are going to change the world because our God is God and Lord of Lords and King of Kings and He is Almighty and He is love and love in abundance. Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Lord. So let us just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for this word. I pray for unity in your church. I pray for the body of Christ. I pray that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit. I pray that you will put on our heart to read your word more, that we will speak to you more, that our lives will revolve around you, will focus in with you on the centre. We thank you that you are King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that no virus takes you by surprise, that that you are in well in control of this virus. You know the outcome, you know you know the beginning from the end uh, that with a word from you anything can change but father i thank you that you love us so much i thank you for the free will that you have given us lord Uh, and i pray that as you fill us with the holy spirit that we will have that passion to fulfill your word to go out into the world uh, to to spread the gospel of jesus how you gave you're all for us to save us and all we have to do is just believe in you believe in jesus christ lord 
I thank you, Lord, for the word that can impact our lives. I thank you that there are times where we are speechless because we are, are in your presence, Lord. And I pray now that you will just touch our lives, that we will, we will have this radical change in us, that we will become a united church. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have just, oh, there is so much, Lord, I can thank you for. I thank you, Lord, for it. And now, just as we end, just, just go with us. Bless your people, we pray. Keep us safe and protected from the enemy. Forgive us of our sins and let us truly repent and turn from them so that we can be in full righteousness uh, and, and be right, right in standing in your, uh, in your presence, Lord. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, I thank you for listening to my babbling and I hope some of that has impacted your, your life. Uh, and I really hope that's encouraged you. If you, if you haven't managed to catch up on, on recent uh, church services or any of the, the talking churches or, or Gina's Bible study, uh, all of this that, that the church is putting out, uh, all of this is for the encouraging, the, as it said in, in, back in Hebrews, to provoke love and good works. Uh, and to be a united front and a united church. So I will say goodbye. Uh, I love you all. I miss you all. And I can't wait until we can gather again. Take care.